0: And I wrestled with that as a parent and now even as a therapist like I think there's a tension that we have to hold that yes we as parents play a huge role in the identity of our kids and who they end up being and somehow the grace of God is even big enough for us being flawed.
1: Welcome back to Adventure Parenting with Grace. I am Lori Donahue and this is the Gospel Parenting Podcast, where we will walk with you through the joys of parenting and the most painful challenges, so you can rise with courage, practical strategies, and hope to parent with purpose. Do you ever feel like you are just carrying a burden that is more than you can carry? Do you feel like you're carrying a backpack of troubles and pressures on your back, Every single day, or part of every single day. Well, we have Jamie Mitchell with us today. Jamie is a mom, a wife, and a therapist, and she brings so much perspective to the burdens that we carry and how we deal with them in our Christian walk. She describes how, as believers, those burdens rob our joy, which was never what God intended for His children. She is talking today about the joy that we experience as believers. This is the first of three podcasts, which is on the topic of finding joy when you're not feeling it. I think you will find that Jamie is very relatable, and you may even see yourself in some of her stories. So let's go on in now and listen to Jamie Mitchell. We are here this morning with Jamie Mitchell, and I know this is going to be good because I actually called Jamie after I saw her at a women's event, give a presentation. And I thought, oh, you have so much to share with our listeners. So I am really excited about today and this podcast.
0: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I feel really privileged to be able to be a part of this.
1: So I'd like to begin this morning by just getting to know you a little bit and having our listeners get to know you. So would you be willing to just share a little bit about yourself, maybe your family, maybe your background, maybe your education? Yeah, I'm happy to do that. I graduated about 25 years ago
0: now with a degree in liberal studies. I'm married. I have two children, one who's actually about to turn 18 and one who is 15 and have always enjoyed children, but ended up honestly just falling into a position as a preschool teacher and did that for almost 10 years, but probably more so have had kind of a heart just generally for people and ministry and relationships. About three years ago, I entered a marriage and family therapy master's program and graduated last summer and am now currently working towards becoming licensed as a therapist. I've been a wife now for over 20 years, and then have two kids who are nearing adulthood. Wow. Um, <laughs> That's <yeah>. a journey. <laughs>
1: Very much it. Yeah. It. Those of us who've been through it know that. Yeah. And I love that you have a passion for marriage and family counseling. Moms, dads out there are really in need of people with a heart to mm-hmm. come alongside them. And so I'm really pleased that you are bringing that aspect to us this morning. So yeah. thank you so much. And when I heard you speak before, you were talking about joy and our identity in Christ, and I absolutely loved it. So I'd like that to be the center of our conversation and just really dig into what that really means. Are you okay with that? Most definitely. Yeah. Okay. Good, good. So what brings you happiness in your life? Hmm.
0: It's a really great question. And I tend to be maybe a... Deep thinker to a fault. So sometimes I stumble in questions like this. What really makes me happy? What is joy when we really think about it? And I think joy is pretty complex. And the older I get, the more I recognize that joy is not just a good feeling. There's a tension in it, right? There's a Mm -hmm. grief and happiness blended together and a hopefulness for the future. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of what I talked about even in our. Event that we got to share together. The simple things in life are things that I'm finding bring me a lot of joy. We went out to lunch as a family and just to see my kids laughing and joking with each other. And like mm-hmm. those things bring me a sense of like maybe I've done something right. And I think along the way, as parents, we often recognize maybe a lot of the things that we haven't done very well. <laughs> That's and for so sure. In, so in those moments, <laughs> it really makes a huge difference for me to see, oh, there, there are these moments, these little blissful moments of sitting at a Mexican restaurant and saying, oh, like, this is what we work towards. This is what we work for in trying to raise our kids. And so those kinds of little glimpses bring me a lot of joy. And so it can be really simple, right? It can be a good cup of coffee. It can be flowers blooming. It can be a walk in the neighborhood and a random interaction with a friend. It can be singing a worship song at church. Like so many little things, I think, give us glimpses of what we were made for. So maybe that's kind of like a very big picture answer to what was maybe intended to be a practical question. But I think that what brings me joy is when I get a sense of, yeah, God is at work and is moving and I can see it in even these little things in my life. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's an excellent Place to start. So, very good. Do you think there's an opposite of joy? What would you, if you had to think of something that was the opposite of joy, what would you think of?
0: Well, I think when I try to answer that question, I think about a burdened life. And I think there are a number of things that we can take on as burdens. I think probably for me personally, like the primary one that I take on is a sense of shame, right? But I think we take on burdens that we're not meant to carry. And In that, I think we start to lose out on the joy that God actually has for us to live in our daily life. So maybe our burden is perfectionism. Maybe our burden is, like I said, shame. Maybe our burden is worry. Maybe our burden is fear for the future, which I guess you
1: can equate with worry.
0: But all of those things, I think, try to drain away the
1: joy that God actually has for us in our Mm -hmm. daily life. Oh, I think you're just so right on. And I know we all do it. We all take on things that God doesn't intend for us to take on. So, yeah. Are there any things that bring frustration to you? Maybe even sadness, but frustration? We're talking to a world, I believe, of people in child raising and whatever avenue they're pursuing of frustration. I think there is so much frustration out there that people Mm -hmm. are feeling and that kind of makes people sad too. What are some of those things maybe that you experience or that you've seen others experience? Yeah, I do. I do feel a lot of frustration (laughs) in life
0: if I'm really (laughs) honest with myself. And I think one frustration that I experience is, and this may sound like a strange answer, but systems that we as humans put in place to try to create order in our world, that then we kind of try to used to like supersede the grace and the goodness of God. Mm. And by saying that, I think that there are so many rules that we try to put in place even as parents, right? Because we think that it's for the good of our kids and because we want to raise them to be like good people who love God and do beautiful things in the world. And churches like we put rules in place because it makes us feel safe and comfortable. And I think in doing that sometimes We overlook that we love a God who created this wild and beautiful and huge world. And yes, he's created order and we need to honor that in the way that we live. And at the same time, sometimes we put rules in place that are unnecessary and that do place burdens on people and strip Mm -hmm. people of the joy that they can experience in just loving God and being loved by God. And so I don't know, sometimes I feel like expressing those kinds of things, it may not make a whole lot of sense at the surface level. But I do think that like, I experience a lot of frustration because I grew up in a very kind of strict, I would say, Christian upbringing. And Mm -hmm. I think it's taken quite a bit of my adulthood to unravel a lot of like, Mm -hmm. what does the grace of God actually look like for me? Like, even if I were to never measure up in ways that I hoped that I would, when the Bible says God's grace is sufficient, do I really believe that God's grace is actually sufficient for me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And am I taking on burdens that people, other people have placed on me? Or am I living out of the fullness of the goodness of God? And mm-hmm. so I definitely experience frustration. And I think when I see that, Kind of being placed on other people, I experience a lot of tension and frustration in that. But on a day-to-day level, like I experience frustration when my kids don't do what I want them to do. Right. And I experience frustration when I don't have control over situations that I really want to have control over. And when those moments of my own perfectionism kick into place instead of recognizing the goodness and the grace of God, not just in my life, but in the lives of the people that I love around me too. There's this real tricky balance, right? In living life and in recognizing God's grace is big enough for me and God's grace is big enough for all the people who bug me in the world. So,
1: (laughs) Oh, I couldn't relate to you any more than I do because (laughs) I grew up in a very similar situation, Mm -hmm. very perfectionistic household, which was anything but perfect. Mm -hmm. But I grew up thinking that our household was perfect. Mm -hmm. And what a disillusionment when you get out. So for the moms and dads that think they're doing their kids a favor by not acknowledging their imperfections and their hurts and their pains and their need for the Lord, it's really good to learn that early because I began raising my kids like that. Mm -hmm. And at some point, probably after they became adults, I realized the fallacy in Mm -hmm. that. But yeah, I just so relate to that. And I know that so many people do. Yeah. And
0: Uh, I think a lot of my frustration too would end up coming from, as a parent, would come from my own feelings of expectation that I was placing on my kids, right? And my own sense of identity that was wrapped up in the behavior of my kids. And so if my kids behaved badly, which they did because they were kids, I would feel like I had blown it as a parent and Mm -hmm. therefore all eyes were on me, right? Mm -hmm. You feel judged. Definitely. And I think our culture leans towards that, right? If someone grows up and they turn out a certain way, it must clearly be the fault of the parent, right? And often, even in my work as a therapist, often the eyes point to, The mom, right? The mom maybe Mm -hmm. wasn't nurturing enough or wasn't boundaried enough or wasn't X, Y, and Z, right? And I wrestled with that as a parent and now even as a therapist. Like I think there's a tension that we have to hold hold that, yes, we as parents play a huge role in the identity of our kids and who they end up being. And somehow the grace of God is even big enough for us being flawed. And that has been a huge part of my journey as a parent to work to release that sense of, man, if I had just done this, maybe this Mm -hmm. would not have happened. Or if I had just acted in this way or had been attached in the right ways, then my kids would function differently in the world than they're functioning right now. And that's not Mm -hmm. to say that my kids aren't doing well, right? But but we think that somehow we have the capability of raising perfect Mm -hmm. kids when really... All of us are human. All of us require the grace of God. Right. And hopefully my kids gain a sense of the grace of God because they see me making mistakes or they make mistakes themselves and they're experiencing some grace in our household. Mm -hmm. Now that they've gotten older, I'm realizing you were talking about when your kids were young. So many of my mistakes, I think, were so much around like behavior management with
1: my kids instead of like... Mm -hmm
0: love and enjoyment and just extending grace to them.
1: Yeah. And just sharing the heart and identity in Christ. I feel like I didn't do that enough. I was busy Mm -hmm. making sure they were doing the things they were supposed to be doing. And Mm -hmm. I have regrets. As I look back, I have regrets, but it's nothing that the Lord can't cover. I went back, I think I shared this even on another podcast. I went back to one of my kids when she became an adult and I apologized her reaction was, I don't know what you're talking about. You don't think I turned out all right? (laughs) Didn't I turn out all right? Like I was maybe judging her for the way she turned out. I go, oh, you turned out beautifully. Then I realized God is so good. (laughs) Yeah. God is so good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that humility in being able to speak that to our kids, I think that that's a huge part of their own identity formation, right? As I think even as my kids were, younger, something I wish I would have done, maybe even a little bit more, was being willing to say, hey, I made a mistake. I, mm-hmm. I was impatient and angry, and I lost my cool, and I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I think that speaks a lot to our kids, too, our ability so. to do that.
1: Yeah, I think you're right, and it's really good. We touched a little bit about honesty in our frustrations. And how can we encourage ourselves and our kids to be honest in their frustrations? Kids have frustrations too. What do you think? Yeah, I see.
0: Our responses to our kids when they are experiencing big feelings makes a huge difference. My kids are high school aged, but even the other day, my daughter came to me and you could tell that she had just had a really emotionally intense day. And she was trying to tell me all about it. And I think sometimes as a parent, maybe you've experienced this. You feel like you're walking this tightrope between like, letting your kid talk through the things that they need to talk through and then feeling concerned that maybe they're just complaining or they need to like, have a better attitude, whatever that might mean about a situation. And in the moment, my daughter actually had the wisdom to say... I'm just really frustrated. I just need to get it all out. Mm. And it was this moment for me of remembering and recognizing, yeah, sometimes we all just need to get it out and not be corrected for complaining about, or maybe that's gossipy, but just giving our kids the ability to say, these are all the feelings that I was feeling today, or this is what I'm experiencing right now. Mm. And giving them a place of, welcome in that, giving them a space of grace to feel what they're feeling. Because once she she got all of that out and had cried it out and everything, then there was space in the conversation for me to say, oh, I know that this was such a hard day. And I'm so sorry this was such a hard day. And I wonder if you tried this, if it would feel better to you tomorrow, or if this would make a difference. And once she was more regulated at that point Mm -hmm. she was able to hear and receive it right but i think sometimes we cut off emotion um and some of us may have even grown up in church environments where you know the verse the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it right so we get this sense that like somehow our feelings are bad or or somehow Mm -hmm. our feelings work against a truly like submitted heart to god Mm -hmm. And the reality of it is that God has created us with all of the emotions, the beautiful complexity of it all. Mm -hmm. And so creating a space for our kids that's safe and warm for them to be able to share those things, Mm -hmm. I think then opens the door for future, maybe corrective conversations or because we're teaching them, like, it's okay to have feelings and it's also okay to move through them and acknowledge them and say, this isn't where the story ends. My story doesn't end with my feelings, but my feelings are telling me something. And
1: mm-hmm. sometimes
0: I just need to work that out before I'm ready to gain the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's something I would yeah. say as a parent. And as a therapist, I would say often we get to places where we're dysregulated, right? Mm-hmm. And so then our emotions feel like they're taking over. And so in order to, get ourselves back to a regulated place, again, we need to be able to get some of that on the outside of us. Mm -hmm. And then we can approach things from a more maybe stable mental state. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Oh, that's so good. Yeah. What about honesty when our kids have done something wrong? I remember experiencing it as a child. There are times that I feel very guilty And Mm -hmm. I carry that, and I don't express it, and it just stays with you for a really long time. We're going to stop there. This is just the beginning of so much she has to share with us, and next week we will continue. So be sure to come back. Subscribe, if you haven't done that yet, to the Adventure Parenting with Grace podcast. If you would like to talk some more about some of these things, I am available, and we could set up a group zoom call we would keep the group very small so we could really discuss some of this so if that interests you email me at lori at kids the link is in the show notes and so until next week where we continue talking with jamie remember to rest in the lord this week